Greetings, my name's Andrew Wetherill. I'm Timothy J. Fairplay. Hello, uh, my name's Lawrence, Lawrence Copenay. I make and play records I've been doing for about 30 years now. I love music and I love disco and soul. I've managed to bring a selection of things, all probably from the same period. You'll hear what is basically distilled essence of subconscious influence. I kind of still listen to some of them today. So I grabbed some of my favourite records and I hope you're going to like them. And yeah, I'm going to tell you a few things about them as we go along. This is Parabox. Последнего парада 
простые ребята, которые раньше всех достигли неба. Good evening. The weather outside is getting colder, but our tunes only getting grittier. This is an edit I've done personally on uh, an old Soviet movie soundtrack. Hope you liked it. There's quite a few bits and pieces that I would like to play to you today. There's an alternative project from Lego Velt, a new playgroup tune, and a few small bits and pieces. For the second hour, as you might have guessed, uh, Manfred S is coming in to take over and talk about his influences. Hope you enjoyed the next two hours.
this was Calumix Mental Implant Corporation. Uh, the track is called UFO Club 2015. This is an alternative project from Lego Velt, and I absolutely love this tune. I know it's uh, it's a bit old. I think it's from last year, but it still is an amazing track. This is.
sounds that you're hearing now are courtesy of Trevor Jackson and his project called Playgroup. Uh, Trevor has been releasing a record every week uh, for the past nine weeks now, and um, it's all done now. It's all it's all out. I've still got quite a few tunes that I would like to play to you, uh, but that's probably going to come in the following months. The next one is a reissue that I finally managed to get my hands on. Uh, the track is called Project Sandro and the tune is called Blazer.
This was 13th Night by Andrew Weatherall and remixed by the amazing Timothy J. Fairplay. I absolutely love the vintage groove that Tim managed to add to this tune. The entire remix album of Andrew Weatherall's Convenanza album is going to be available next month. I think uh, it's at the end of it. So keep your eyes out for that. There's some brilliant remixes that are going to be coming out on that album. The previous one was uh, S-Fire number no. 2, remixed by Jamie Patton. And the one before that was Taylor Hoodlum Svensson, and the track was called Baby Doll. There's a couple of more tunes to go. Don't forget that the second hour is dedicated to Manfredas, and he's going to be talking to us about his personal influences. Bye. 
we've had some great guests in the past, including today as well. But if you've missed any of the shows before, you can always catch up on mixcloud.com forward slash Parabox show. And now it's time for some Arabic disco.
This is Parabox. This is hour two of Parabox. Thanks for listening. We've got another guest. Uh, let's welcome Mr. Manfredas. Hi, my name is uh, Manfredas or Manfredas or Manfredas, whatever works. I come from Lithuania, just like the host of this show. I do a club night there called Smala for a couple of years now. And um, I've met a lot of great people that I still work with through that night. So I guess that, that, was the, that is the biggest influence as we will be speaking about them in this hour. So that was probably the, and still is the biggest influence um, on me. Also, I've been doing all kinds of radio uh, in my life. I worked on the different radio stations for um, almost two decades. I guess that had to leave some mark in my life for sure. But maybe I'll speak about it a bit, a bit later. I release my music uh, on Le Dis de la Mort. It's Ivan Smag's label. Well, actually, did only one EPM, still working on a second one and hopefully on an album too. Also, I've been doing some things with Multiculti lately, which were crazy good. And um, yeah, I've remixed a couple of things that you can find and hopefully dig. So I'll be uh, speaking of my influences on this show. Um, I decided not to bother everybody with uh, my very early influences and I won't be playing uh, 90s hip hop or heavy metal or grunge music. And uh, first of all, that I don't have this music anymore. And even if I do, it's um, somewhere hidden in my grandma's basement in a faraway city in some rusty tapes. So yeah, I'll probably just uh, concentrate more on the things I, I, I've been listening to in the past 10 or 15 years. That's the period of time that I've been into dance music and DJing. So I'll just probably stick to the, to the stuff that shaped my sound or the way I hear things and play them to other people. Uh, okay, so for the start, I was thinking just of uh, what's the most influential and important thing in music for me, and that is groove. A good beat and a nice bass line. Seven times out of ten, it's a live bass line. So, uh, first track I'm gonna play, it's Furniture. Throw away the script, instrumental version. It's amazing track. Thank <laughs> you. 
Uh, next up, I'm gonna play Coil, the band I discovered only in the last uh, five years or so. And I still keep on discovering things from them because there's so many. And the track, which is probably one of my favorite dance tracks ever. Some people probably don't hear it as a dance or club track very much, but if I play it, this night has to be special. It's called On Balance. <laughs>
Speaking of uh, big favorites and album albums that um, stuck with me for a long time, um, it's Gun Club and their album Fire of Love, one of the few albums. Another one that comes to my mind probably is Tribe Called Quest, Midnight Marauders. Um, album that um, I love from beginning to end, I know by heart and I can listen to it forever and I'm sure I won't ever get tired of it. Also, I find Jeffrey Lee Pierce one of the most interesting personas in rock and roll history. I was always fascinated by the story how this guy who uh, who didn't have a clue how to make music and was just like a president of Blondie uh, fan club made this incredible record from, from my opinion, one of the best rock and roll records ever. So it's Gun Club. For the love of Ivy. I had a better thought 
Obviously, I discovered all the amazing guitar music that I still love. Not at the time what is, when it was happening because I wasn't born yet or just interested in probably different things like playing basketball or riding skateboard or listening to heavy metal. So uh, I discovered in early 2000s when we started this night with a friend. It's called Shock Rock. Kind of stupid name, but it was a great night. And it was a great time for me to dig into all this um, nice British... Um, guitar music and one of the things that I really loved to play at that time it was uh, this track it's called Monochrome Set by Monochrome Set
So as I mentioned in the, in the beginning of the show, um, I did radio for 20 years. Good radio, bad radio, hip-hop show, crime show, crime news, quiz shows, uh, well, you name it. And uh, besides uh, working as a radio DJ um, on the side, I was always uh, working as a music editor. That means making playlists, and that means going through a lot of good and bad pop music. So uh, that definitely was a, and still is a big influence on me, even though my tastes switched in the past five years or so to uh, darker things and stranger things and, uh, and experimental, abstract, or whatever. Uh, but the one thing I think that I still search in any kind of music is that pop element, this, like, this catchy melody, that's something that turns uh, any track into the tune or hit. So probably you can say I'm a sucker for hits. So just a random example I want to play here. A band I really love from Dusseldorf, Der Plan. They made a lot of amazing music. And it's just an example of the track that, even though being kind of weird and experimental, uh, still has this pop feeling to it. Definitely can't get away without um, giving a mention to the residents on this uh, show. A band that was very important to me in the last uh, 10 years. I always thought that there's more to the artist and the musician than just the song itself. Always found the visual side, uh, the identity, the myths, the stories, whatever around it, very important and a part of the of the picture. So uh, very few probably could compete on this level with uh, with residents. Also, I was very interested all the time in the production side of things as they were not uh, musicians. They were just like crazy artists with crazy ideas and they were just trying to figure out how to do this stuff. 
So that's very similar to the stuff I do, which is sometimes crazy. When you don't know how to do these things, actually, and when you're not a proper musician. But on the other side of things, probably that would made them special. So there's so many things of uh, residents, and I won't play actually residents. Um, I find their catalog of the Ralph recordings also very influential to me and very interesting. So there was this band who were like wannabe residents uh, from England, Ronaldo and the Loaf. It's one of the tracks right here. so much of the individual tracks or music but more of the personalities that I fell for in the past years um, unfortunately I found out about this guy after he passed away it's Roland S. Howard not only like a iconic uh, hardcore rock star but very beautiful soul and extremely talented guitar player and a songwriter. He played in a band, uh, Birthday Party, from Australia, together with Nick Cave. But if you see those guys together, he just basically makes Nick Cave look like a pussy. I think he makes look like a pussy everyone in the world, because he's just the best. 
is gonna be cover version of Lee Hazelwood, Some Velvet Morning. Probably not my favorite track of Roland, but you'll get the idea. You should definitely dig into other stuff of his uh, and hear Shivers Shut Me Down and watch a very beautiful documentary on him. show something from uh, 2003 and uh, 2004 5 whatever the year I took DJing seriously and start making music and start traveling other countries the days of uh, so-called uh, uh, new electro 
or whatever. So most of the music coming from that time is just impossible to play. It sounds shit and I don't believe it's coming back at any any <laughs> any point in, in time again. Uh, but the one thing that um, I found still sounding great these days and I, I loved it at that time, it was one of the biggest tracks for me at that time. It's um, the John Spencer Blues Explosion, Mars, Arizona and DFA Remix. DFA were just amazing at that time. All the releases were great, all the remixes were great. No idea what happened to this great label lately. Oh, come on. 
Listening to Parabox, and Manfredus is behind the microphone talking to us about all his influences.
stink over your stink. Get that sweet stink. Violenta ain't gonna help you at all. You got that fat lip, baby. Let's have a ball. Not to turn the show into a complete uh, boring hit parade, I thought I'd play something maybe uh, less known, but a track that I really like for the last couple of years. It's called uh, Heart of Hearts by Duet Emo.
Probably I would like to do a show on um, Dieter Moebius and uh, Roy Delius and Coney Plank and Michael Rother, where I could play only their music that I love. So I'll just go with one track here by Dieter Moebius. well. Um, Super Pitcher and his early remixes was the stuff that turned me into the uh, house or techno or whatever you call it. And in particular this remix for Tell. This is the dream of Evan and Chan.
then played every song from 1993. The crowd applauded as he curtsied bashfully. Your eyelashes tickled my neck with every nervous blink, and it was perfect until the telephone started ringing, 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 ringing off, 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 ringing, 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 ringing track and I guess uh, the last track has to be really special and really honest so it's new order and temptation one of the best music pieces written and the remix that I really really like to this day it was uh, made by secret machines in the early 2000s I think so that'll be my last track on my influences show
Thanks for this selection. Lovely last track. I still remember this from, I think, uh, the mix that you've done, um, you and your friends, in back in 2005, I think. The mix actually still lives in my iPod t- till this day, and I still listen to it. So thanks for definitely this. This track is one of my influential tracks. Thanks for the selection. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. One hour is definitely not enough, and there's um, another thousand things I would love to play on that on this show of influences but it was all honest and it's the music i really love hopefully you found something that you didn't hear before i wish i had played maybe some beastie boys on the show because <laughs> to think that's probably my most influential um band that um, showed me that the essence of everything is fun and not taking things too seriously Well, we'll just have to uh, get you in for for another show next time. Beastie Boys special. Thank you very much. (laughs) Cheers. Thanks.